Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast, a place to be inspired and encouraged to live your life all out for Christ. Here are your podcast hosts, Brad and Jana Tuttle. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast. I'm Jana. And I'm Brad. It's great (laughs) to have all of you with us today. Hi, everyone. Um, I know you cannot see this, but it's sweet. We have our little dog, 60-pound little pit mix. She's um, laying at her uh, alpha male daddy's feet right now, and so she's going to be a part of this podcast today. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're going to talk about something today that um, it, I guess I could say a little bit of it was instigated by a conversation that we had last night with uh, a good friend of ours and a situation that they're going through mm-hmm. um, that is pretty devastating, but it's, it's a, you know, it's something that none of us would, would ever want to have to deal with. But I think that it's it, what we're going to, how we're going to talk about this in relation to that, I think will help everybody and really encourage them as they are going through things in their life. And um, what we're going to do is I'm going to read a couple verses out of the book of First Peter, and it's going to be in chapter one. And I'm going to focus on verses six and seven as being the foundation for our podcast today. And just hoping and praying and believing that um, you will connect in with this and that it will bring you a lot of encouragement and a lot of strength as um, you are walking through your life with Christ and on your own personal journey. So I guess the best thing to do would be to go ahead and read the verses and, uh, and discuss this. So here's a, here's our two verses that we're going to have as our foundation. It's first Peter one verses six and seven. And Peter's writing this letter to people that are going through a lot of suffering and persecution. So understand that he's writing this to people that are going through a that are really going through difficult times. And this letter is meant, really the whole letter of 1 Peter is meant to encourage his readers. And of course, as the Bible is, it's timeless. So the the principle that we get out of this, as he wrote to his original readers, we can apply that to our own lives today. Um, And I think uh, this will really, again, will really help us. It's really helped me a lot. So... Peter wrote this to his readers. He um, ta- he says this phrase, In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, verse 7, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Well, he starts these two these two verses off with the term, with the with the two word phrase in this. Well, at four words in this you rejoice. Well, what's in this? Well, what he's referring back to, he just got done talking to them in verses one through five mm-hmm. about them being born again and what it means to be in Christ. So he is writing this letter to a lot of people who are going through a lot of suffering, and he starts the letter off encouraging them in who they are in Christ. So he's going to talk to them about you guys are born again. You have been born uh, again of Christ. You have placed your faith in Jesus as your Savior. 
Um, you are, and, and he talks about the inheritance that's waiting for them in heaven, uh, that God is guarding them along the way, that their inheritance or the consummation of their salvation is being guarded for them in, in heaven. So he has been talking to them about uh, God has, you know, caused them to be born again. Um, and for all of us who hear these kinds of things, and if we really come into the understanding of who we are in Christ, we're going to see what he's saying here. So he's saying in this, in the fact that you've been born again, and the fact that uh, God saved you, and the fact that God has done this incredible, uh, you know, no work like mm -hmm. it, profound um, change of your life and made, you know, and, and brought you into faith in Christ, in this you rejoice. So he's saying even in the midst of your suffering, even in the midst of your trials, rejoice because of who you are in Christ. Mm -hmm. So I mentioned a friend of ours we were talking to last night and what he's going through. And I know he wouldn't mind me mentioning this in this podcast. Mm -hmm. I think we've maybe mentioned it in previous ones at times, but he and his wife have a little girl who's four years old and she is a down syndrome child, a real precious child. And, you know, but they, they got that they they got they were told something that no parent wants to hear um and that is that your child has leukemia so on top of the fact that she's a down syndrome child she now gets hit with leukemia and we were just talking to him last night about yes. you know they're waiting for her anc levels to rise up to a point and 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 they're waiting for that because they got to hit her with a real severe dose of chemo, but they got to wait till the particular levels in her body rise up. So she has the strength and ability to, to deal with that heavy duty dose of chemo that's coming her way. Um, it's even worse than what she's been doing or has had to do up until this point. And what was interesting as I was talking to him last night and I say this obviously in the most, because this, only God can do this, is that as we were talking to him, I know what they're going through. Jen, I know what they're dealing with. Imagine that. You know, I mean, just all of a sudden now, you know, Jason works a full-time job and he's got a lot of responsibility. So now all that, you almost, you have to, now everything has to be focused on your child. And they have two other children in the home at the mm -hmm. same time. And so they're going through this, well, what's described here, it says, if necessary, you have been grieved by various mm -hmm. trials. They're going through a grievous trial right now. And, um, you know, I, but as I, heard, I heard, as I heard him talking last night, you, you could almost have thought that only because we were talking about it do we know that it's going on. But if you talked to him and you didn't know that and he didn't say anything, you would have thought there was nothing going on in his life like this that's right and i say all that and my wife will jump in here in a minute um on this but i say that because there's this interesting paradox in christianity in being in christ that we can be burdened by heavy sorrows we can be weighed down by like it says grieved that word grieved it's a it's a it's very profound we can be grieved by trials sorrowful deep sorrow but at the same time 
Peter's telling them and us and our friend that although you can have this great sorrow, mm -hmm. this great grievous trial, you can still find a place to rejoice because of just the simple fact of knowing who you are in Christ. Mm -hmm. So, in this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, it says. So, Peter's telling us that Knowing that we are in Christ gives us the ability to have joy inexpressible, to rejoice, because we're going to have to go through trials. It says, even though now, now for a little while, if necessary, in other words, it is necessary for us to go through these trials, we can rejoice through them. And when my wife and I were talking about what do we want to talk to them about today, I, I, we really felt I wanted to bring this to you because I know all of it, there's many of you listening that are probably going through some kind of a trial. And to each one of us, our trials are grievous trials. It's a, it's, right. a, it's a difficult trial. You know, somebody from the outside might look and go, well, that's not that bad. But for you, it is. It's, it's a trial you're yes. dealing with um, that you are, that's trying to steal your strength, that's trying to steal your joy and your peace. But what I want to encourage you today is that this, that even though you're dealing with it, Grab yourself for a moment and begin to ponder on the fact that you are born again. Right. Who you are in Christ. Right. What that means to you. That God has caused you to be born again, it says in the previous verses, into a living hope. You have hope for a, a great future. Um, not only in eternity, but now. Um, so he's saying... In this you rejoice. And the term really in the Greek, the word rejoice means to greatly rejoice. And that actually means to greatly rejoice. It's the Greek word agliaho. It means to jump much, leap yes. for joy, skip and jump with happy excitement. And so to be exceedingly joyful, overjoyed, or exuberantly happy. It describes a quality of joy that is, hear this, independent of how bad the circumstances are. Yes. And that it remains unhindered and unchanged by what happens. So Peter is saying, even though, because it's necessary, because what it, the trials are necessary because it tests the genuineness of your faith. And so these trials come into our lives, and even though we're going through them, we can still rejoice because we know who we are in Christ. And that rejoicing can, can actually be something where in the right. midst of our tough time, we can still find a place to jump, leap, be happy, yes, happy excitement, a quality of joy that still remains unhindered and unchanged by what happens. In other words, God's giving us the capability because the Spirit brought into us the joy and the strength of it, we can find in the midst of, you can find right now, in the midst of what you're going through, you can still tap into a joy that remains unhindered yes. and unchanged. Yes. Not even and it doesn't matter what you're going through even with our friend he can still find a joy in there even though his child's going through something extremely traumatic you know i just wanted to interject um galatians 2 20 says i have been crucified with christ it is no longer i who live 
but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me and as Brad was talking and telling you you know because of who you are in Christ we have to understand we have to um, fully grasp but it's no longer you who lives it's no longer your strength because in your own flesh you're not able you're not able to withstand stuff but when you have that firm-footed stability of knowing who you are in Christ knowing that he is the guide he is your strength he is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords he's the one that is directing your life you can find that strength you can find that peace and you can find that hope no matter what comes your way I I think about Job in the Bible that you know he had gone through so much uh, so much trial and testing but you know he knew that God was faithful and in the midst of that he said my eyes now see you clearly that he knew of God but when he went through the trial he really saw who God was he experienced God in his strength and his faithfulness on a higher level so we want to encourage you as we continue in this podcast that no matter what you are facing know that as you are a believer that Christ he gives you the strength he gives you the hope he will see you through and like Brad said when we talked to Jason last night you would have never thought he was going through what he was going through and he said it has made him stronger that he I believe his eyes truly see now who God really is you know that that phrase that verb in the Greek for the for the words greatly rejoice it's in what we call the present tense. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's interesting to know that because the writer wrote and used this particular verb for greatly rejoice in, its particular, in, this, in this particular tense, which is the present tense, because it indicates that this was an attitude of exceeding joy that was the reader's habitual practice. So in other words, this is just how we're supposed to be. It's something that no matter what we deal with in this we greatly in this in the fact that we are born again we've got to get the understanding of what it means to be born again and the profound incredible act that Jesus did on our behalf to redeem us to to pay our ransom to to save us from the fact that we were lost um, and separated from God in this in that understanding you greatly rejoice you have the ability to jump for joy even though now if necessary for a little while you may go through grievous trials and that phrase for a little while it means small in number little in amount Um, it's nothing compared to eternity it's nothing compared to what you're going to have waiting for you when when uh, Jesus comes back for you and uh, so Mm -hmm. if necessary for a little while in this you greatly 
rejoice. You know, that is so powerful what Brad says, because um, again, to greatly rejoice, everything against your human nature, you know, it goes against that. And you're thinking this doesn't make sense, but it's truly an act of faith. And it's truly an action of trusting God when you can say, I will rejoice in the, in the Lord always. Again, I say, I will rejoice. And that is a Bible scripture that you know who your God is, and you know that he works out all things um, for the good of those who are called according to his purposes. And somebody might be saying, well, I don't like these trials I go through, but we're learning and you'll learn in the word of God. None of us do, but it says though now for a little while, if necessary, they're there to test the genuineness of our faith. Oh, mercy. Um, I heard a quote goes like this. God often puts us in situations that are too much for us that we will learn that no situation is too much for him. Yes. So this aspect of necessary trials, um, th these are there to, to test, to build our faith, to prove itself genuine. Yeah. Um, and let, let me give you something again about this whole aspect of being grieved. Uh, the word in the Greek, it signifies pain of body or mind and means to cause one to experience severe mental or emotional distress or physical pain. Someone's going, yeah, man, that's what I feel like right now. Again, that's what our friend's feeling right now as he deals with his child going um, back into deep uh, chemotherapy treatment, maybe now having to spend another six months or so in the hospital. Wow. Um, that's a grievous, that is a, that's something that is causing it could cause um, severe emotional distress or even physical pain, sadness, sorrow, or grief. But uh, the thing about it is, is that although we have that again, we can still rejoice because the profoundness of our salvation should be in, uh, in all of us an overwhelming thankfulness of praise and glory to God for saving us so we can still glorify God even in the midst of the trials. And you know something that Jason said, he said, I have to take one day at a time, you know, especially knowing what's coming up for his precious, precious baby and the journey. And, you know, something I thought about, and I'm going to just make this example. Um, a few years ago, we watched a documentary, documentary. a docu documentary, documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I just laugh, y'all. I'm like a document <laughs> on um, Mount Everest. And something that I liken this to, uh, people pay lots of money to be able to conquer this mountain. And right now, you know, maybe you're faced with a mountain. There is a trial that's mountain size, and you know you're not going to be able to um, get through this in one day. It's going to be one day at a time. So as we watch this, um, they have base camps all the way near, you know, the bottom of this mountain that uh, the Sherpas are already acclimated, but the people who want to overcome this mountain 
um, they, they go from base camp to base camp and they get acclimated to the environment. Um, they have to because of the oxygen levels, their body. And it's the same thing with us. And, um, you know, finally, when they've gotten acclimated, they can be taken up to the top of Everest. And I feel it's the same with us with when trials come. So many times we want to just get to the top of that trial. We want to defeat it. We want it to be gone. We, we, it comes into our life and we're like, let it just be done today. And what happens is you can become weary in it if you do not understand that you take it one day at a time and in every day you get acclimated. You 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 know that today God is with you. Then the next day you move to another section and you and what happens like Jason, you look back and you say, Wow, how have we already gone through months of this? We're still strong, our marriage is still strong. Our God is still faithful. He's still on the throne. I'm still able to go to work. I'm still able to be a father to all my children. I'm still able to be a husband. And I still am able to trust God. And I really believe it's like that Everest thing. As he takes us from day to day, like base camp to base camp, we learn, we get acclimated, we see who God is as our life source. And then one day you will reach the top of that trial. You're going to see things from a different perspective. Like when you're on the top of Everest, you can look over the region and you can see it from this higher place. And one day I believe you will get to the top of that trial and you'll be able to see with God's help, the strength he's given you you, the peace he's given you, where you thought you weren't even going to be able to get past base camp, you're going to say, wow, look what I was able to do. I knew who I was in Christ. I knew that anchor of hope that I was in, and I'm stronger for this. You know, you, and you can see that when they write a journal about their, the, this, what their daughter's going through, yes. you know, there's there's the description of all the negative and the tr- just the situation, and but yet maybe without even saying it they've they, they're they're tapped into who they are in Christ they're yes. tapped into the beauty of their salvation and that profound that doesn't falter. yeah that depth that doesn't falter it's their foundation That's because right. he and his wife know who they are in Christ that they are still in the hands of the father he loves them they're 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 his children because they know who they are in the fact of their salvation yes. and so in the middle of this even though they're going through these trials. So at the what when you see him in his journaling at the end of it, you're always going to see, but glory to God, we see God's hand in the midst of this. But glory to God, yes. we see God moving in this area. But glory to God. And so that's that's how that is how and, and we are supposed to be able to deal with these uh, these situations in our lives is is to still find in the middle of it, grabbing a hold of the fact of some rejoicing and joy that that God is still with us. You know, David wrote a lot of the Psalms, King David, and it's so amazing through many of them. You can hear how he's broken. You could hear, you know, he went through several years of lots of trials. And but at the end of every Psalm, he always turned it around. 
And it was with a praise. It was with praise God. It was with a faith in God, who God still is. You know, in the Bible, you you see a lot of people go through trials like Joseph for many years, um, Abraham. You know, there's so many people. And so they're people like we are. But you know what? God was faithful. And God was faithful to perfect that which concerns them. He was faithful to see them through and to grow their faith. You know, the word, um, as we, you know, push toward a close on this, but the word, the word that Peter uses, the Greek word that he uses for the word trials, it's interesting because it refers to the tests or pressures that come in order to discover a person's nature or the quality of something. Mm. So these trials come, yeah, God allows these trials to come because yes. he wants the genuineness of our faith tested to be true. And I'm going to read you a quote that really has ministered to me that I believe will minister to you. And it goes like this. When God puts his own people into the furnace, he keeps his eye on the clock and his hand on the thermostat. He knows how long and how much. If we rebel, he may have to reset the clock. But if we submit, he will not permit us to suffer one minute too long. The important thing is that we learn the lesson he wants to teach us and that we bring glory to him alone. Mm. So if you're in your trial, Good. be obedient. Mm -hmm. Find that place of joy yes. and rejoicing. Yes. Don't rebel against it. Don't <laughs> get into there and say, I hate this. I'm not going to, you know, I'm, sure. I'm going to, I don't like this and I'm not going to act right or I'm not going to react right. Go with the trial. Find your joy. Find some place of rejoicing in the middle of it. Know that it's there to test yes. your faith. And guess what? God's got his eye on the clock. And he's not going to leave you and cause you to suffer one minute too long. You learn that lesson, bam, you're out of there. And you will have grown immeasurably in your faith in God and God's word to you. So we really want you to be encouraged and to know that your faith is going to come out of this more precious than gold. Yes. And it says at the end of those verses that it's going to be found to result in praise and glory and honor to you at the return of mm. Christ. Mm. Man, that's powerful. Jesus is coming again in glory and what he does, the saints are going to appear with him and all the things you've gone through, the trials is going to be over soon, but, but yes. the glory, the honor, and praise will last to eternity. Um, so in this, greatly rejoice, beloved. You know, if you're listening to this today, um, know that God is with you. His joy is there for you to find. That rejoicing is in there and in the midst of your sorrow. Know who you are in Jesus. Let that be your foundation and find that place of joy. Move through that trial it's going to be over soon. And when you come out of it, you're going to be better than you ever were when you went into it. So I, I um, that's a quick, Good. just a quick going over of these verses. But we believe it's going to encourage you or has encouraged you or will continue to encourage you in anything that you might be going through right now. Well, we love you and thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. Until next time. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. We pray that you were inspired and encouraged. And until next time, remember to live all out for Jesus Christ.
God bless you, and we'll see you next time.